This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files In Session, a podcast recorded live in front of a select audience on a unlisted YouTube link that you get from patreon.com slash catnapsack. Hey, look, I think it sounds more difficult than it is. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's pretty difficult. I don't know. Maybe it's knock three times on the ceiling if you want to. But happy to be there and be here with my good friends from Patreon. So here's uh, the deal. I've got some questions pre-selected. And uh, I'm going to take some questions live from the audience. Some of you might already be familiar with the details. Uh, uh, That's how it works. Uh, And if you're watching me live, it's just like... It's like when you went to the mall, and they had a radio station in the mall as a kid, and then you got to see the, the disc jockey spin the tunes, and you stared at him through a window, like you were at a zoo, a disc jockey zoo. That's what this is about here today. Got some people checking in uh, live, like uh, Zach Anderson says hello there. We got Tamor from House Buddha. He's there as uh, well. Old Handsaw is in chat. Star Wars Alice is here as well. We're having a lot of fun. I will also release this to the public on YouTube, which is kind of, I don't know, not my favorite thing. It's not my favorite thing to do, but we're doing this. Uh, If you're also watching live, I don't know why I've got a preamble to the show today. It's super long, super stupid long. Uh, I might be live on YouTube uh, unlisted, taking a break, and then I'll switch files so I can have a break on the actual audio podcast. Uh, this uh, came together last minute. Usually this, there's a little more prep in this show, uh, but last minute, an episode I had planned for this week didn't happen. Uh, some tech issues, uh, which is what happens when you sometimes record, or record a live out by a, a fire pit with your neighbors working on a car in the backyard that you don't really pick up on the, re- on the recording when you're doing it, but later on you find silliness. So uh, I decided to put together this uh, episode of TNF in session, but we try to do this once a month. Anyways, it's one of the big uh, things uh, that I hope to get, put you in on my Patreon page uh, and more things coming on that. I got to get back uh, to do God, uh, why we love Star Wars, the exclusive um, uh, well, YouTube show that I build exclusively through Patreon as well. A lot of things to do. A lot of things to do, including I got to renew my driver's license. Uh, and actually, my driver's license expired a long time ago. But we're all on lockdown. Literally, one of the last things I tried to do before we all went on lockdown is make an appointment to go get my driver's license renewed because I had to go in. It's been like 32 years since I went to, into the DMV to renew my driver's license. Or, you know, yeah, let's get that real ID because you want to fly around the, the country even uh, come October. And I, uh, I went to do that. 
I, and I, I tried to pull and, and they like had, they had the word, the DMV. There was like a few week before the lockdown, right? Before we all were like, well, oh, this is actually, we're staying inside. And, and the DMV was like, no appointments, no appointments, no appointments. And so now I have to do this with a mask on, I guess. Can that be my picture? I wouldn't mind that. Wear a mask. I got my hair cut today and beard trimmed. Now I could trim my beard on my own, but my, my hair guy, I have a hair guy. He, he does it really well. And, uh, you know, I, I was growing out a nice quarantine beard it just because I would have done that anyways. It was an excuse, right? When people looked at my beard and went, whoa, it's a quarantine beard, huh? That's pretty funny. I would have done it anyway, let's be honest. But the word came down from management. Gave uh, Grace a nice uh, uh, kiss after my uh, uh, morning coffee. I brushed my teeth. Don't worry. Uh, I, you know, took a sip of coffee, gave her a kiss. She was like, it's like kissing a wet broom. She loves big bushy beard there on my face, but got to go trim it up. So I went that today. I uh, went to do that today. And a lot of people in live chat chat are um, kissing my butt. Tamar's saying I'm looking great. I really don't. Um, Alice says uh, Ken is all trimmed up. Yes, he is. He is all trimmed up. Um, but, you know, I was a little trepidatious, man. I'm not convinced. We'll get to some questions here in a second. I want to take some live audience questions, too. But I'm not, I you know... I am overcautious on this whole pandemic situation. And it's one of those, I'll err on the side of caution. And I wasn't always that. And I think that's a sign of, I'm not saying I'm smart, but it's a sign of something where you can kind of adjust your thinking along the way based on new facts or new revelations or new thoughts, even though some of the stuff going on with uh, uh, social uh, justice situations in the world right now, Black Lives Matter or, the speaking out movement that was kind of exploding this weekend, new information can arise and that can cause you to change your opinion on a situation or a person. And you should allow for that in your life. When this lockdown started, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to, we're going to buckle down. Don't panic. Now I always think don't panic. You guys hear me that say that a lot, not just because it's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing, but just like, don't panic. Panic is never good. It's never good. But I was like, we'll be good. We'll be good. Some people around me have got this. Some people around me have suffered loss from this. It's just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of upheaval, upheaval in the world. And I don't trust going back. I just don't trust going back. And I started hearing, uh, I started hearing, um, you know, we're starting to get back to normal. My hometown's like back to normal for the most part. Ah, mask. Don't worry about it. Um, the numbers there aren't necessarily spiking. I think you can be safe. I think you can wash your hands, keep your distance. I think there's a lot of things you can do. I, I trust the process. I trust that, you know, we'll, we'll get back out. You know, I'll be eating at Applebee's at some point in my life again. Maybe not. Maybe I'll, maybe this, maybe I'll take a break from Applebee's, but a Mexican restaurant or Thai food, like uh, you know, pizzeria, Disneyland. I, I want to get back to that. But I, I was just starting to be like, okay, all right. Boom. And then numbers started going everywhere. And I and I always try to go to good, like, not, well, good sources is a weird thing in, in this day and age of news traveling so fast. But go to, like, a CNN or something like that. Even though I do believe there's agendas in literally anyone reporting news, I try to go to the, the most legit, most pure sources, right? And I guess which should mean I should go back in time to the McNeil Lair Hour on PBS and I'll look for that, you know, and I, and I, I know there's always something behind the stories. I get it. I get it. But what's the harm in being conscious? <laughs> I don't see 
that. And that's that's the hubris I don't understand from those who are like, F it. I'm getting back out there. I uh, understood. And again, I think you can I I was at Disneyland the last week it was there. You guys have heard me tell the story. I felt safe there. I really did. I know some people probably got it there. There was probably some people with it, but I felt we were all aware of it enough and we weren't, this is before masks and everything, but I felt okay. I don't know if I'd feel that now. I had trouble going to get my hair cut today. I really did. And he had a mask. I had a mask, a lot of things up, a lot of uh, procedures in place. He had a whole wall of here's the things I'm doing. I just felt weird about it. And, you know, I wasn't going to shave my head completely down. I, you know, more mentally, not morally, but mentally, I, I'm not there yet. I know physically my hair is saying I'm there, but uh, I'm holding on. Um, it was just tough. It was tough. And it just got me thinking of just like, what happens when they say cut the ribbon back to normal? I might still give it a year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, and then again, 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 you know, Jason Humphreys in chat, the hump says, well, the virus is still a threat. We need to stay careful. Yeah. I just, 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 uh, what, just be careful. I don't understand. I have friends. I'm arguing with friends. This is one of the, I have, I have pulled the plug on my active involvement in social media and it's a weird time to do it i'm completely aware of that it's a weird time to do it but my podcasts are still going my voice is still in the world right but i just have pulled back because it's just i can't i can't the the, the swirl of rage and emotions and, and lack of comment i just and there's great things that happen by this i by, by in these times and there's great things that happen through social media you you know you couldn't convince me otherwise i I'm totally behind that but i i can't even go on facebook anymore i got i got friends again they're acting like they're re- winning the revolutionary war by not winning not wearing a mask and i'm not even saying that a mask is the be all end all of protection but i'm just saying put your muskets down queen of england ain't coming to your town don't tread on me with your masks thought just calm it down by the way, apologies to the hump in, in our live chat, who is from the UK. Um, sorry to bring up that war. Uh, let's go to some pre-selected questions on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash We go to some questions there. Usually uh, we have a few days, at least maybe a week ahead time ahead of time um, to uh, collect the questions. So I apologize to my Patreon supporters. This was, uh, this was, uh, happened fast, but you all came through. And then I was I I was gonna record at a certain time. If you're listening listening later, this doesn't matter to you at all. But uh, I, I was gonna record a little bit later, and then that uh, silly Star Wars showdown thing got in the way, and I was trying to watch. It's a sham. They, I'm telling you, it's not storyline. I absolutely believe they were trying to get me out of that game. Uh, my my questions were weird. The grammar horrible as always. This these questions today in this match this week were like, what's uh, Han Solo's name? And the questions I were getting were like, when Han Solo looks to the skies, uh, what does he dream about? Um, essay only answer, uh, please. 11 seconds. Just It just drives me crazy. Just I remember it was a fun sketch show. Um, all right. Pre-selected questions. By pre-selected, I mean, I think I'm just going to read them all. <laughs> Graham Butler, who's live in chat right now, at least while I'm recording, says, uh, how much was your haircut? And did it include medical insurance? Well, I touched upon the, that a little bit. Did not include medical insurance. I have. Um, I have medical insurance, but I, you know, I don't trust it with, with, with what's going on. 
you know, I'm a freelance guy. I get sick and I miss work. I can't, if I can't do one day of podcasting, that dramatically changes what my, uh, what bills I cover. And I'm happy with the life of live. I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm where I want to be, but that's what the scary part is. So that's what, another reason I'm being extra careful. And another reason why I get upset at some friends and I have some close friends. That I just want to say F you because they're like, I'm fine. I, I don't, I, my immune, my immune system's great. Awesome. Great. And, uh, the idea that I understand that like, uh, if, if, uh, I get it. I'd probably be okay. I'll probably be okay. I understand that, but I'll miss time. I'll miss work. And then what are you going to do? You're going to pay my bills during that time? I'm clean. If you're watching me live, I like dropped something in my laptop, and now it's it's like a piece of a granola bar. Granola? Did I say granola? Granola. Just challenge my Shimoto and answer. Um. <laughs> Uh, did I get a shoulder massage as part of the haircut? Asked Trey. No, I'd like that though. I'd like that. I I've never been to Japan. I want to get to I want to get to UK first, specifically London first, and when I finally get out of the country, not gonna, it's going to be a while. Um, I would love to go to Japan for the haircuts. For the haircuts, I know a lot of you think I'm weird, but the ASMR haircut world, just the ASMR haircut world, goes deep into the uh, Japanese style haircuts. They're amazing. Includes includes a deep ear cleaning and ear massage. Sign me up. Not that not, I you know I, I keep up on it, but and the massages and everything. Yeah, I don't get I don't get that. There's a there's a company out here. I don't know if you guys have them wherever you are listening right now in the world. Um, it's I think it's called Sports Clips. Not a sponsor. And it is totally just that marketing to the dumb men in the world, and I'm including myself in there because I used to go there all the time. Before I left my old job at the mall, there was one across the street from my mall, sports clips. And you go in there and it's like, sports on TV, ladies giving you haircuts. And I felt so, I mean, these, hopefully these girls were getting good enough tips. I don't know, but they'd always, you know, these, these girls, you know, go, go to beauty school, get their license and then they go get a job and they go to, they got to go to sports clips where some like 52 year old guy is there in like a polo shirt tucked into his jeans with, you know, runner sneakers on. I'd like a haircut and massage. God, oh man! Um, so I used to go, but it was good. And they used to take that machine on you, and it's good. But I go, I go to, I go to an older guy in downtown Burbank now, Richard's Hair Salon, a haircut. And I'll tell you what, Graham, I don't mind sharing my finances. My grand, uh, my haircut, Graham, was fourteen dollars plus change. All right, solid, solid in this day and age. Um, so uh, Zach Anderson live in chat says, I, I, I unfortunately used to go to sports clips before I gave up and just had my mom buzz cut my head. And Trey says, uh, dude, sports clip wants to pander to me. I'm good with it. Yeah. You know, it's not the idea of a man needing a haircut and watching sports while he does it. That's not, that's not bad at all. It, it was good. I used to go there. I used to go there for like six years. It was fine, but it's, Without a doubt, they're they're trying to. You like meat trucks and screwing ladies? Go get your hair cut. It's it's comment down a little bit there. Sports clips, comment down. Graham Butler asked a second question. Well, all right, we'll allow. I like Graham. He says Star Wars Squadrons Insta buy, and why is the answer yes? Star Wars Squadrons, new video game coming out from Star Wars. Uh, we've got that. Um, 
we have got uh, uh, that covered on Force Center. Uh, the game's coming out in October. Uh, it's a Star Wars space battle in the sky type of thing. You're flying the ships. For if you're not a Star Wars fan, so I need to know. X-Wings, TIE Fighters, you're flying them. So that's that makes me excited. I don't like the first-person aspect of the game because I'm not good at first-person video games, but that's just me. It's probably not you. So... It's exciting because it's Star Wars and it's story. And Ray Sloan was a great character, appears to be in it. Uh, Harrison Dula, great characters in it. And it's like $40. It's the price of three haircuts for me. Just, uh, or one if you're going to sport clips. Uh, so um, that's why you should be excited, Graham. It's Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan, take a shot. Hey, in live chat here, uh, Brady Dugas is here. Uh, Darth Pickles, we uh, call him sometimes, too. Uh, uh, Brady, you you had sent me a care package of New Orleans, Nolans, Nolans, food, seasonings. A lot of good stuff in there. But the thing I love, and I'm almost running out of it, and I'm going to order some, is that the, the it was like a cayenne pepper, the garlic cayenne pepper Tabasco sauce, I believe it was. Greatest thing ever. I put it on everything. Ask Grace. I put it on everything. Live chat question coming in here from Tamor. Uh, says, quick question, Ken. Have you been sanitizing your packages, wearing gloves and using a letter opener when sorting through your paper mail? No. No. And I know. I know. Grace will tell you I should. She's not wrong. Tamor, you're not wrong. I'm okay. I also eat food if I drop it onto the Applebee's table. I'll eat it. Like a French fry falls off, I eat it. It's worked out okay for me. Uh, Jason Humphreys, the hump, we call him here. That's not, a, that's not an insult. That's a term of endearment. The hump. I can't wait to share a pint with the hump one day over in the UK. Uh, what is your least favorite cover version of a great song? I'm not overly fond of Britney Spears' version of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Speaking of the Stones, Guns N' Roses' version of Sympathy of the Devil wasn't well loved either. I, find, I kind of feel disappointed in myself. I was going to try to look this up because I don't have an immediate answer. This is a great question. I love cover songs. I love cover songs. But I was trying to think of bad cover songs. And I think I got it. I, I, want, I want the world to know I'm a Britney Spears fan. Um, I think she did another bad cover. I don't want to pick on Britney. She did. I don't want to play it because um, I'll get flagged on everything in the world. She did a cover of, of I Love Rock and Roll, you know, most made most famous, of course, by Joan Jett. And I love that song. It's a great song. And I am, like I'm a Britney fan. I, I'm a Britney Spears fan. I'll say it. As Amanda McCougar would say, hey, Vegas, we're just getting started. And I... And I like, like I respect Britney as just a, as a person who went through some crazy stuff. And I made my jokes too. We all made those jokes back in the, when she shaved her head and went crazy. And then when you stop and think about it, I, I think we all would have done that. I don't fault her for anything. And she's an, she's an entertainer. And she put, you know, you, you, the goal of life is to find something you love and be great at it and be successful and maybe make some money. I, I think she, um, I think she, I think she, uh, she succeeded at that, but yeah, so I'm not picking on Brittany. That's all I'm going to say here, 
But yeah, her cover of "I Love Rock and Roll" could have been better. Could have could have had some grit to it. It didn't have it. I'm gonna, but we you know what the hump. I'm gonna research that. Maybe come back later in another show. Maybe a five extra minutes because I know there's probably a better answer. And I saw your question, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna run down a list in my head of some things." And then I didn't do it. I forgot to do it there. Uh, so, uh, Lauren Romo says, I'll say this, working in a hospital-based office, as long as you're washing your hands regularly and uh, there's not a need to sanitize packages and whatnot, that's just my opinion. See, there you go. There you go. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to fault. If Tamor wants to wash his packages, take an Amazon box in the shower with him. I'm not going to fault him. We had, we, Grace and I have been having very safe social distance fire pit sessions with friends and like small group, like one or two people at a time. We stay far away. We let them through the garage or a side door. They don't go in our house unless they absolutely have to go to the bathroom. Uh, we all stay, we, 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 they pour, they usually bring their own drinks in a cooler. But we, we've been just, just to get human contact again. And I recommend it. It's been very healthy for everyone involved. But um, um, we've been wearing masks, but usually what happens when they come over, we settle in, we'll take the masks off. We're far enough away. Everything's fine. Well, my other, well, one of my friends showed up and she had, quite frankly, she ordered it from Lithuania and it was awesome. It's like a, a plastic shield mask, like a see-through seal mask. It's part of a hood and it like zips in. She looked like a Jedi or a Sith or something. Um and she was like embarrassed. She was like, is this too much? I was like, no, you're be comfortable with what you want to be right now. And I think as long as it's on the side of caution, if it's the other way and you're hugging us and, and trying to high five us and you're walking in her house, coughing on everything, that's the problem. Old Handsaw says, wash that package if it makes you feel good. Tamor, wash that package. Wash your package, Tamor. Uh, so, uh, old hands also says Gal Gadot and friends imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the best, uh, live in chat. Trey says, Ken's defense of Brittany and the Spice Girls is endearing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Tamar says those packages are great company during my showers. Uh, Tamar's also asking, asking for the link of that hot sauce. Uh, someone else may be dropping in there. I can't do it right now during the live stream. This is what we do here at TNF in session. Next question. Coming down the pipeline, going back to my hair that was big. It was on my daily Discord. Uh, we talked about it uh, on the Patreon page. Get in there if you're if you're a Patreon member and haven't jumped into the Discord. Get there, man. It's it's part of the probably the biggest draw of, of uh, my Patreon page. Since you just got your hair cut, asked Donald Long, why not ask what do you look for when getting a haircut? As in place, style. Any interesting stories? As far as I go, well, I haven't had it trimmed in six months. I haven't had hair shorter, short hair in 10 or so years and don't plan on going back as long as I have hair. Yeah, Donald shared a picture in the Discord server of him, short hair, young Donald, and now he looks like a, he looks like a, a rugged mountain man with some beautiful long locks. Don't do it, Donald. If you, you're, I, you know, when I had my hair long at like 20 and I cut it after high school, after I grew it, that was the thing I wanted to do. And I cut it. I thought, oh, I'll be back. Then I got a job where I couldn't grow my hair long. Cut the screen junkie's job. I was able to grow it. But by then, it wasn't the same. I didn't have as much. I had luxurious hair. Oh, my God. You guys wouldn't believe it. Hair down in my, my belt line almost at one point. 
Um, you know, I would, I, at some point you got to adapt and trim or everything, but I would have gone a lot longer if I had known that I was going to, you know, there was some science on the, on the side of me probably losing my hair. But, um, if I'd known it happened that fast or that I was going to get a job where I couldn't even grow facial hair, let alone long hair for, for 17 years, most of 17 years, um, I would have kept it longer, Donald. So what do I look for in getting a haircut? I tell you what, I look for a, a place. Um, I look for a place where I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm a creature of habit and routine. So sometimes finding a new place to get things uh, done, dry cleaning, uh, shopping, all those things can be a challenge for me. But once I get through and then I just, you know, and I've, I've jumped around different haircut places over the years, uh, but I haven't had like a person, right? I haven't had like the guy. Now there was... Um, there was a company called Major Faders, with a Z on the end of that Faders. Uh, great guy Terrence ran it. And they opened up in the mall I was working at, the North Fashion Center. They were, and it was, it was a kiosk type of thing, like a barbershop. Six stations, fully operational, fully functional, shaves, everything you need. Um, and... Terrence is this great guy, and we started chatting, and um, how do I say this? How do I say this as least awkward as I can at these times? Me, a, uh, a advancing on middle-aged white male, was not the dominant uh, demographic that Major Faders was looking to get. But it wasn't, like, exclusive. It was just, like generally what it was, if you know what I mean. But I was like, I want in. I want in. And I got some of the best haircuts of my life. And that was the first time I felt I had people. And Terrence would go through employees. He, he, was, uh, he was a great boss. He was very very demanding, very uh, very strict uh, in, in the best ways. He, was ex, he and his wife were ex-military, so, thus major faders. And uh, um, every person he brought in, they had the skills, they had the business skills, they had the people skills. They didn't, they'd go. So I, every time I got a haircut, it was great. And that's some of the, uh, it carried over and I'd still go there. And some, if some of the early collider stuff, if you go back and find it, some of those haircuts were major faders. And then it just got too hard for me to drive back out, uh, you know, head on out to Northridge. My comic shop's out there, but I had to coordinate everything. And then Terrence wasn't there as much because he was opening up another spot. And then now, now they're gone. And this is even before the lockdown. They're, they're gone. So I don't know what happened. I lost contact with them. That was some of the best haircuts I've ever had. So that's, that's what I look for. That connection, comfortable, comfort, comfort level, the comfortability factors uh, is, is big with me. Comfort, comfortability? Hey, that's a word. Uh, and, and then I switched to this place downtown Burbank that I could walk up to. Uh, and that was... Um, it's it's a weird spot, but this guy knows how to uh, do some stuff that's kind of okay with what I have left in my hair and uncomfortable. That's what I want. Comfort. It's a it's it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. So it's that. Uh, Jason Humphrey says, "Enjoy your hair while you can. It's all too soon. All too soon, it's gone." Uh, that's a great question, Donald. Uh, old handsaw who's live in chat says, what are your, what are some of your favorite music box sets? Any recommendations? Uh, this is going to be disappointing. I'm a big fan of music. As you all know, not just Spice Girls or Britney Spears, big fan of music. 
I don't own a box set. There's nothing I have in my collection that's a box set. Unless you count the Star Wars uh, music released in the mid-90s. I mean, that, that counts as a box set. I never, I don't, I don't. Sorry, old hand song. I really don't. So I can't even make recommendations. And there's some great, been some great box sets. There's been a lot of box sets that uh, I looked for and, uh, and I've been like, ooh, that's, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe I'll give that a try. And it's $62. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, Kyle Harlow says not even Ronnie Ron and the Ron Band's box set. I might make an exception for that. I'll talk about that on the afternoon. So Josh Cannon, Amanda. Compilations. Old Handsaw follows up and says compilations. Yeah, I have. I yet have to pull those out, though. This is a memory test question, Old Handsaw. Because I don't have any of my CDs out. They're all in boxes now. I have no CDs at my disposal. So there's a lot of compilations I... I picked up in my collecting days, but I don't have them. Yeah, man, I feel I've I feel as though I've let you all down on the music questions because it's just like playing that game of memory. You know. Um, we'll come back to it maybe. Uh, old uh, Alice Han- uh, Alice Hanson. <laughs> Alice Wadsworth. I swear I can read today. I need to take a sip of water. Alice, we call her Star Wars Alice. What what are some of your go tos to say sane in this crazy time in the world? I, 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 the unplug, the unplugging of social media was something beyond just the crazy time in this world. That was something that's been on my mind for about a year now of just what am I getting out of this? Why? Why am I here? Business wise, I have to be. I have to promote. If I, right now, numbers wise, everything, everything's, Okay, but it's I'm not gaining anything. I'm not talking about followers. I'm talking about downloads. The things that matter to uh, my pocketbook, my career. So, you know, that's been a different thing. But outside of that, it's it's the little moments, man. Just taking the small victories. Like I said, Grace and I invite starting to invite people by the house for one on one or two on you know two four on four uh, fire pit sessions was big. It's been big for me to just kind of, I, I am not a social butterfly, but I, I miss and love, you know, I love the people I love and I miss them. And so I want them by to talk about life, the universe, everything, or just throw baseball cards in a fire, which is what I've been doing. Um, God had to break that to my dad. My dad's like, I got some baseball cards here in storage. You want me to bring them down? Like these gotta be worth something. I was like, dad, I'm literally dropping boxes of baseball cards in my fire pit. They're worth nothing. I go through them. I do. I do go through them and pull out things I like. Um, So it's those kind of things. I have been not learning to cook, but I've been challenging myself to stretch my cooking wings. That's going really good. Just today, I was supposed to be setting up. I was paying my taxes, finishing up that, setting up my real ID appointment, trying to get that going. And then uh, I got sidetracked by watching Videos on how to bake enchiladas. You know? That's where I'm at right now. That's helping me, Alice. Little things. Little things to connect with. Uh, Jeff Wood. The Overhead Wire. I love that name. Jeff Wood says, uh, do I have any thoughts on L.A. architecture? Dingbats, bungalows, palm trees. What are dingbats? I mean, I know what I'm a dingbat. But what's dingbats in terms of 
architecture. Dingbat's apartments? I'm looking this up. Dingbat building, type of apartment building that flourished in the Sun Belt region of the United States in the 50s and 60s. Boxy, two or three story apartment houses. Wow. We just learned something new. I'm 71 years old and I just learned this. Homes with parking underneath. Wow. Wow. Uh, Jeff Wood is also saying, um, uh, he's also saying he's got PDF of favorite online recipes. Post them in the Discord, Jeff, because I do want those. Tommy Terry Green's here live in chat. He's been working hard on the companion. Folks, if you don't know what the companion companion is, look it up. They got a Kickstarter going. Uh, interesting little thing for sci-fi fans going. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully get something going there on that with uh, my involvement there. Warren Romo says, enchiladas speak in my language. Uh, so, Graham Butler says, dingbat just means idiot over here. Now, dingbat, that means the same here, but I've never known it. Jeff Wood teaching me something. So, what I, my thoughts on L.A. architecture. I, I'm not like an architecture fan, right? Um, but I love the stuff around here. I love the 1930s bungalows. Now, my parents' house that we live in now, which we moved into in 95, so we had had some other houses that I grew up in, but they moved into a house in 95. I moved to L.A. in 98. They're still there. It was a house built in 1932. Got that Spanish-style kind of uh, bungalow feel to it. Original, family-built, family-owned. They're the first non-members of the family to rent it. Uh, or excuse me, own it. They bought it. Um... I love that kind of stuff. I love little courtyards. I love little courtyards. And I'm not, I, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think I'd sit in them. I don't think I'd come in and enjoy a sit by a bird bath on a bench. I'd like to think I would, but I like that they're there because my, my parents have that too. And I think Grace and I, want, we want to get a bird bath. We're, we want to get a bird bath. Hummingbird feeder didn't work out so good. The crows maybe scared off the hummingbirds, but we can get a bird bath. Um, but I like that kind of style. Uh, dingbats. Now that I know that term, I don't like them, but I'm mesmerized by them. They're so bad. The design, it is boxy. They're not good. But they are such a staple of L.A. Wow. That's crazy. I'm going to study them. Uh, I do like um, some of the more classical designs around here, so the old Hollywood designs. We have a lot of them there. Frank Lloyd Right, correct? Not Weber. Right, Frank Lloyd Wright, and Frank Lloyd Wright Jr. Again, again, not a, not uh, not an expert on this, but designed a lot of houses in the area. The Black Dahlia House, not where Black Dahlia was found, but the Black Dahlia House is one of those. And right, okay, Jeff Wood. I have a feeling Jeff Wood likes architecture. Frank Lloyd Wright and Frank Lloyd Wright Jr. Correct, right? There's it's all of it. Uh, my, my old friend, my old uh, writing partner, not my, we are um, still friends. I've made that seem like we're not friends. Matt Key, uh, you all know and love and should follow, and I think he's launching a podcast soon. Um, we used to go write at his boss's house, who was a f- successful commercial director from England. And that guy's name, whose name was Guy, would leave for long stretches of time for work and everything with the family. And Matt, part of his job is like his assistant and writing assistant and everything, was to house it. And we'd go up there and 
you know, we weren't we weren't raging having parties, but like the four of us, our writing team would go up there, and it was the it was an actual uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, and I want to say it was Frank Lloyd Wright Jr., but I, I it could just be Frank Lloyd Wright, but it was one of his, not only one of his houses, but it was like on the list of like historically preserved houses, like this stays top shape, got it type of houses, and it was like my favorite thing ever. Loved it. Our house now, built in 1920, not 27, not the 20s, built in 1920, and it's really quirky. It ain't the best at times. I think there's, you could tell it was moved. They built it in 1920. They moved it to Burbank in 1944. And I really like it too. And it's got that, the backyard. It's got, if you guys have seen some of my stuff on the backyard, like it's got a quirky backyard full of personality, a little courtyard out there. And I love that kind of stuff. I talked more about architecture than I thought, um, you know, than I thought I would. I like that. John Mariano says, time to get personal pancakes, French toast, or Belgian waffles. Waffles, what toppings of any... Paired with which breakfast meat? Bacon or sausage? I generally go bacon. I do love both. Scrambled eggs uh, over any other kind of egg. Pancakes. If I have these choice, I do enjoy French toast. Actually, I, I actually probably enjoy French toast as a concept more. It's just usually that will, I'll be down for two days. Just napping in a coma. Pancakes too. I, I, I actually... I always think I like pancakes more than I do than when they're on my plate halfway through. It's a problem. Pancakes, but pretty simple. Now, I do enjoy like a boysenberry, a whipped cream, maybe a fruit topping uh, of, of some kind of sort. sort. But I, I, like pan- I like it simple. Pancakes drizzled with so much syrup on it that you can't even see the pancakes. And I know people say, don't put the syrup on pancakes. Have a little cup nearby. Do a dip. Preserves the pancakes. I respect that science. I respect that strategy. I just dump it all on there. Dump it all on there. All right, we've got Pete Rich, who's also in chat. I just found out the other day that Dunkaroos are back in stores. Are you as excited as about uh, as I am about that Dunkaroos? What are Dunkaroos? Why am I? Am I? Oh, the cookies. I was thinking dungarees. Um. Snack food from Betty Crocker. We're just learning a bunch of things today. No, I do remember Dunkaroos. Uh, never really had them. I got to tell you, Pete, I'm a cookie guy. You know I love my cookies. Uh, don't, um, don't remember trying a lot of Dunkaroos. But now that they're back, I'm excited about this. Now I can, now I can try them. I don't know why. They just never, I never found them. Never found them. There we go. Jeff saying that we shape our buildings. Thereafter, they shape us. Winston Churchill or Admiral Rat is one of the two. I like that. I like that. I like that we got some uh, architecture talk here. I'm fascinated by it. I love drive. I love going for a drive and seeing all the different houses. And then I do that thing. Do you all do that thing? Especially if I'm walking in the neighborhood. I got Grace to admit that she does this too. If, if we're walking, it's like 7.30 at night, we're going for a walk in the neighborhood, and we look like into, the, into your house and your living room, light is on and your curtains are open, I judge you, number one, how you got your house designed, and two, I daydream about what it would be like to live in that house. It's kind of weird. 
It's like a weird thing, a weird invasion of their privacy. Hey, you have a weird picture up, but I wonder what I would do if I was in there. I don't know. Final question here, Graham Butler. Again, Graham, he paid for it, though. He pays for three questions. England just announced pubs will be open for uh, from the 4th on. Scotland have said 15th. How soon would you go to a bar after they reopen? I'm waiting at least two weeks. Um, no joke, might be waiting months. I, it, I just have to, like, Grace and I have been waiting to go to the L.A. Zoo. We're members of the L.A. Zoo now. We haven't been able to go since we became members. They, they announced, and I respected the L.A. Zoo. They said, we have permission to open from the city. We've been cleared. Like It was like June 10th. They said, we're not doing it. We're going to wait. We're going to get our procedures right. We're going to make sure everyone's safe, the animals, the workers, the customers. We're going to wait maybe July. And they didn't even give a date. They just said, maybe late July. And that gave me confidence. Oddly enough, that made me go, they're thinking about it. I love Disneyland. And I was there. I tell you, I just felt okay at Disneyland. I didn't feel unsafe, but it was early on in the pandemic. It was early on before maybe we understood, before the numbers were smacking us in the face. But I'm not going back for a while. I want to. I want to. I want to go back to Galaxy's Edge tomorrow. But I won't. Again, just on the idea of why not be cautious? What do you have to lose by waiting just a little bit. I'm not talking about the bigger serious discussions of, of the economy and finances and jobs and businesses. I understand it. It's none of this is easy. None of this is easy. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work from home uh, and survive. But I'm not rushing back. Now, I'll order food all day. We've been supporting our local Mexican restaurant, um, uh, Thai food. We've been doing it all. Trying to order a meal a week. But I'm not going back in those restaurants yet. Ranch Donald in the chat says, the bar down the street was jam-packed and not one person had a mask in sight. <sighs> yeah, and see, that is that is my thing. And again, you don't quite know even, even know uh, when the numbers will spike from that. Because two weeks from now, everyone at that bar could be fine. And then they're going to champion that, like, see, everything's good. And maybe they're right. But two months after this, they might not be. And I don't know. I'm sitting here in some reports. Hey, the, a lot of the protests, the Black Lives Matter po- protests, a lot of people together, mask on, some masks off, doesn't matter, a lot of people together, not a lot of numbers right now. That may be very much, that may hold. That may hold because people were in masks or they, whatever it might be. Two to three months, we might look back and go, no. Again, we're at Disneyland. And fine. We, me, Grace, and our friends, we're fine. We know someone who went like two or three days before us. Not fine. I don't want to base any of my actions on, and this is a lesson maybe for life too. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a say. I'm not, I'm not Yoda the space frog. I don't want to base any of my actions just on my immediate circle. I factor that in. We all should factor that in. Naturally, you're going to factor that in. But I'm fine. It's it's akin to being like, I know that guy's doing a bad thing. I'm not. It allows for other things to happen that are, that are bad. So make decisions based on a bigger picture when you can. 
Uh, so you never know. You know? I And I, I'll tell you what, we've been pretty locked down here in Burbank. I When I went to get my haircut today, I had a mask on. About half the people walking around. And, you know, we're supposed to have these masks on in California. And, I, you know, I don't, you know, right now the police aren't going to pull you over and cite you. They don't, they don't want to get in that mess. And I don't think they should, quite frankly. I don't, I, that's, that puts them in a horrible spot. Um, but people walking around, half of them no masks. And then one lady, this is the first time in the, in the four months or whatever we've been locked down. And I, I haven't gone out a ton, but I'm usually the one going out for supplies and everything. Um, you know, like a lady scoffed at me. Audibly made a point. She was getting in her car on the sidewalk and I'm coming down the sidewalk with my mask on. Wasn't even looking at her. And she did a scoff. And if she, she, she also did it just like when I was three steps past her. And it's one of those things is like if, if she had done it a little more direct to me, and I could be 100% sure because, you know, there's 2% chance she was scoffing at a crow above her. And I agree with that. I scoff at crows all the time. But she was, if it was to me directly, we, we might have had a confrontation. I probably would have kicked her car. Maybe a window out. I've done that. I punched a car once. It almost hit me in a crosswalk. Punched the back of it. Not saying I'm proud of it. The car was dented. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But if you're watching live on the Unlisted YouTube link, stick around. And if you're watching a little bit later on the YouTube link, well, stick around. I'm going to switch files here, and we're going to go to uh, part two of TNF In Session, I believe the 14th episode of this. Damn crows always tank my plants, says Jeff Wood, and he's not wrong. Be right back after this here on the Knapsack Files. TNF In Session. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Well, hello there. This is Lauren Romo, one of the co-hosts of the Gal Like the Podcast. We are two gals that just talk anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. Come join us for the Star Wars discussions. Stay for that silliness. You can find us on Apple Pod, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. And as always, may that force be with you. Hey y'all, what's going on? This is Kojak. I create music that can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, and now I'm a recent streamer on Twitch. So if you're looking for some chill instrumentals, check me out on YouTube and SoundCloud under KOJQ. And for some laughs, you can check my Twitch page under KO underscore JQ. Everyone, please be safe, and thank you.
Hey, it's Alden Diaz here to tell you about Octo Radio. It's an interview show that I do exploring the different passionate Star Wars perspectives from artists, writers, crafters, and even other podcasters, plus even some people straight from Lucasfilm. So you can come hang out on my podcast island and celebrate the Star Wars ties that bind us together. Oh yeah, what the pork said. You can follow us everywhere on social at A-H-C-H-T-O Radio. That's Octo Radio. And follow me at A-D underscore Strider. And we're back here on TNF In Session. Thank you for sticking around for the breaks. Check out those shows. We're profiling, uh, profiling a lot of shows from uh, great uh, people out there in the world that aren't me. There's other shows out there. You shouldn't just be listening to my stuff. I know you're not. But give them a check. Uh, Lauren Romo and her Galactic Podcast. Octo Radio for my friend Alden Diaz. Check out Kojak's music and uh, live Twitch stream. And more. Uh, Going to be moving those in and out of rotation. And a lot of those folks are from my Patreon page. And I uh, just support uh, all they're doing. So check it out. All right. We took, uh, we have the pre selected questions. The first thing I want to do, though, is give a shout out to my executive producer supporters on Patreon. That includes Thomas Rizzling, Lethal, Logan X, The Great Bedore, Matt Thompson, Taymor of House Buddha. Nathan Ovidale, Zach Anderson, he's all right. Ty Schallenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergen, Andrew Siner, Star Wars Ramblings, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, and Donald Long, Ranger Donald, with his beautiful, luxurious hair. They make a lot of things possible. They invest in me, so I try to invest back in all of them. But honestly, they really do make all of this possible. All of my Patreon supporters do, and I appreciate it. If you want to support, go to patreon.com slash catnapsock. You get bonus content like KZOK Radio, five extra minutes, a monthly bonus show. Uh, you get, uh, if I get my ass in gear, you get personalized motiv- motivations, uh, postcards. I think I owe a few now. All those kind of things. Uh, Top tier supporters last year received a copy of my book, Why We Love Star Wars, personalized. I've got some extra. This is silly. I've got some extra pit boss, um, not even eight by tens. I think six by nines from the Schmodown. That silly thing. I do love the Schmodown. I give it some crap, but I love it. Um, last year, they they released some photos and said, you know, they I had to sign a bunch. Emma Five came over to, to my house and Grace and I had to like sign a bunch of them and they were sending them to Schmodown Patreon supporters. Then they gave us like an s- extra stack of them and said, if you want to sell them at live events or something, go for it. Um, and, you know, I did. And I had a lot of fun at that Schmodown downtown LA, Schmodown extravaganza, bonanza, Schmodown swap meet, whatever it was. Sold a lot of copies of my book and, and met a lot of great folks. And I do love the live events. As much crap as I'll give the showdown, I do love the live events, meeting folks, pressing the flesh, all that good stuff, and just meeting good, fun, quality people. But I have these photos. I don't know what to do with them. I don't want to sell them. I think I might give them out to high-tier Patreon supporters. I have to count how many I've left. It, what, the reason is it's not, like a, it's not like a headshot. I was there one day at the Collider Studios. They were doing a big showdown taping, and they were taking these photos you know, like on a, on a white screen background, fancy photos, pretty pictures of pretty people. They didn't have me scheduled for that day. 
I no one had said to me, "Hey, can't." So I think I think Cam Rice is a good cat. Turns to me and says, "Hey, I got to take these photos. You want one in there?" And I'm like, "Sure." I'm in like a hoodie. I do love the hoodie. It's one of my favorite articles of clothing. I miss wearing it. I wish it would get cold again. It's a black and white hoodie with a little zipper thing. It's it's cool. I think in, in UK they call those jumpers, right? No, I don't know. Uh, I uh, I had that on, and then I had like a, an iced tea because during Schmodown tapings, it's tradition when we we do them at Collider uh, on a Saturday. Mark Ellis and I, to escape the madness, would sneak off to a, a local chain coffee restaurant place, and uh, we'd each get some beverages, and I would get a I would get a large. Um, iced tea and so I come, that's the photo i just jokingly stood in front of the camera and took a sip of this and it's got like the ordering label with my name on it. it's really weird and that's the photo they went with i didn't improve it my i had a hat on so my hair looks really bad but i have pictures of it it's patreon people might get it uh all right this uh um this this just in ken learns a lot I've learned what a dingbat really is. Learned, reminded myself, I should say, what a dunkaroo is. Now, Graham Butler reminded me, a jumper is a sweater over in the UK. Okay. Hoodie is a hoodie. Okay. I guess that makes sense. I guess, I guess it makes sense. I, w- I've, I got a couple jumpers then. How do they come... How do they come to the term jumper? Because I've always been familiar with the term. For whatever reason, About a Boy, one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite books, About a Boy, Hugh Grant, Tony Collette, they got that scene, and, and Nicholas Holt's voiceover is like, my mom wore that cool jumper. I'm like, what's a jumper? Sweater. Jeff Wood says, ugly Christmas jumper. Yeah. Graham Butler adds, vest is underwear. I don't get that. I got to get over there. I just got to get over there. I really miss my British gardening shows too. You guys don't know how lucky you are to just be able to watch the British gardening shows, Monty Don and the like. I don't have them over here. We have to, Netflix has one season of Love Your Garden with Alan Tishmark. It's the greatest show in the world. One season. One more. I might move to London just to watch British gardening shows on the regular. I'm thinking of this. I don't know if I'll ever move from L.A. in full. But if I ever have like a winter or summer residence, the U.K. is in the running just so I could watch the gardening shows and have an English garden. Like an actual English garden. Do you have those over there? Hmm. Hmm. Um, Jeff Wood says, okay, and get a VPN. What's a VPN? Now you're throwing more terms at me. Kyle, Har- Kyle Harlow knows the reference to about a boy because Hugh Grant says on the other side of that, and the mother was wearing some sort of Yeti costume. I love that movie. LQ is here. L's, Q- L's got a great question, but why is it called a sweater? You don't sweat in it. All right. That's fair. That's fair on us, on our end. I don't understand where a lot of this. Yeah, Graham wants to know why it's called sweater. I why, but why is it why is it called a jumper? I don't understand why it's called a jumper. I understand why you call an elevator a lift, 
I understand why you call them chips, not crackers. I don't understand the jumper. Oh, VPN, virtual network. Oh, okay. Well, someone's going to have to explain that science to me. Dark science. Secrets only the Sith knew. Virtual networks. At least my internet's good. We're almost done here. I'm wrapping up here, but I want to take some questions live from the audience. All right. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. This is what we do here in TNF se- in session. Uh, we just hang out. We chit-chat. Um, and I answer questions about uh, British gardening shows and, and Spice Girls. Uh, so if you have any questions live in chat, please uh, go ahead and post them there. Uh, we will... Uh, uh, we will uh, eventually what we'll do uh, is um, I'll, I'll throw some StreamYard links up there too to the Discord um, folks and uh, I'll have you have you pop in if you got your mics and your camera ready. But be ready. Be ready. Um, nothing drives me crazier than can I be on your show and then you only have a, like a Mac inboard mic and you're seven feet behind it. Um, be ready. I'm not saying you have to have the Rodecaster Pro, which a great 2.1 update out there right now. The Rode unfollowed me. Rode gave me all this gear. I had a good relationship with some of the marketing people over there. That guy's gone. And Rode has unfollowed me. I literally say I use the Rodecaster Pro daily. All right. Trey asks, what's the worst thing you've eaten out of politeness? <laughs> Resist the joke. Resist the joke, Ken. I'll tell you, uh, it was a quail egg. Shadow banned by Rhodes to Star Wars Ramblings. Quail eggs. Back in the early 2000s, um, I started to try sushi, right? And I was not adventurous. I'm still not super adventurous with the food. A friend of mine, still friends, she, she lives in the San Diego, San Diego area with her husband and, and two kids. But at the time, we were friends, but, you know, one of those, like, will they, won't they? The answer was always going to be won't they, or, or they won't. They won't. Um, but I didn't know it at the time. Um, and so she, she loves sushi. So I was like, oh, yeah, I love teriyaki chicken. She's like, no, we're going to try sushi. So I, I did a lot of the stuff. Eh, the sashimi and all that kind of stuff. And, it, and it's okay. I, I can hang. I love a good roll. Love a good roll. And yeah, I love California rolls, but I also love other rolls. But she was like, you got to try a quail egg. I was like, sure. That sounds great. That sounds great. And it's like a little... Old hand sauce says I ate at Denny's once. I mean, I would have rather been at Denny's. It's got like caviar in it. It's got this the kelp around it. So it looks like a sushi roll. And it's got a little egg on top of it. And it's like a quail. It's a quail egg. And I put it in my mouth. And she just started dying. Because it wasn't like I couldn't even pretend. My neck was doing this like, like it was convulsing. The neck, my neck was contracting, convulsing, jumping around. It was, it was not good. Not good. So I did that to, I don't know if it was to be polite so much, but I did that to try to be considered cool. 
Uh, now you have, now I have to give back the road. No, I love, I love road equipment. I hope that I want to know why they unfollowed me. They still follow someone else from the Shmodown world, but they, they unfollowed me. Uh, Lauren Roma says, uh, what are you and Grace binging lately? She does all the TV show watching. I don't watch TV shows. Um, but we'll sit and watch. What have we, oh, we've been binging Kirby Enthusiasm. She'd never seen Kirby Enthusiasm. She's never really even seen Seinfeld, but I just watched season 10 of Curb. She heard me kind of like, oh, it's like it's my favorite show. So glad the show came back because I thought, I thought season nine wasn't the best season of Curb. And I was like, oh, season 10, they come back all these years later and it's great and blah, blah, blah. So she, we went back all the way back to season one and we've been watching and she, and she's enjoying it. She's enjoying it. Even some it makes her uncomfortable. I love the show. There's some old, there's some moments from the show that I don't think they would do now. Um, I don't even say it consider it problematic because there's a point to everything Larry's doing with it. But the show started 20 years ago, the way we present comedy and some of the phrases and words we might use now. Uh, uh, then we don't use now. So uh, there's some 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 moments of Curb that are uncomfortable, but I love Curb, and so she's been watching that. So that's been a lot of fun. After that, we're going to go re-catch up with Veep, because I love season four of Veep is some of the best comedy ever. I just stopped watching it, so that's next on the list. We're si- season six and seven, the final season. I need to catch up with Cur- uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my all-time favorite shows. I just stopped watching four years ago. I just stopped watching things. She watches stuff all whatever shows out there, and she's watching it. We watch our ghost shows. We love we we move from British gardening shows to ghost shows. We love ghost adventures, uh, destination scare or destination fright or something. I don't I don't know. We she she loves them. I I I really like them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, so that's a bad answer to your question, Lauren. But we curb curbs an answer. Star Wars ramblings. That uh, Andrew, why must uh, you? Why, why must the cho- Why must the chose? You must choose what? Choose two. Good, cheap, easy rule to apply to IKEA furniture. Yes, I'm currently being outsmarted by an Alex drawer. Um, I'm probably reading the question wrong, but you're being outsmarted by IKEA furniture. Um, is something I identify with greatly in fact this table the one that's always shaking you see it's always shaking you guys are complaining that i give you vertigo during my live broadcast i need to get a new one i need to um graham needs to build one and send one out from the uk Uh, i did see 30 rock is coming back but i don't know the details on it love 30 rock Ranger Donald says, Always Sunny's okay nowadays. To me, they have one or two great episodes a season now. That's good. I'll take that. I'll take those out. For a show that's been around that long, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Um, all right, a couple more questions. Anyone got some questions here? I don't want to just do the hang thing. Uh, I love I, I, my fault for doing this last minute, not having a lot of the pre-selected questions. Um, but uh, I don't want to do the uh, beg for attention shows, but uh, happy to answer your questions because you guys all make it possible. Thank you all that are listening. I do want to give a special shout out. We talked about it in last week's episode of Saturday Night Knapsack. Uh, shirts available for that on tpulp.com slash user slash cat knapsack. I do want to give a shout out to the Wangers. And I just love the Wangers. I love working with them. So love their new podcast, The Quarantine Report. If you're not checking it out, I'm telling you, I'm not going to shut up about this. Number one, I'm in the third episode. I think it comes out next week. 
it's they're so good. They're so good and just great content. And they put so much work into it. And I'll say it. I'll say it. Um. Oh, Andrew said meant to say choose two: good, cheap, easy. Good and easy. Cheap and easy. I'll take cheap and easy. Cheap. I'll go with cheap. Um. Give me more Wang. That's right, Graham Butler. I said that this way. That's right. Yeah, Grace was great on it this week. Oh, check out Grace's new podcast, Think Piecing. I just got to say this. I got to say this because no one else is going to say it. The Wangers are putting so much time, effort, and talent into actual content. They do their watch-alongs. They have their podcast. Those are fun things. But they put so much time and effort into actual content. You hear that term content creator? They're actually doing that. They're shooting these sketches, shooting these short films. They have ideas for more. They have a great set of scripts for a TV show, a season one of a TV show that I've had for about a year now in my hands. It is a great idea. They just need, Elon Musk needs to drop a billion dollars on the sidewalk so they can pick it up and, and make their content on a, on a bigger, wider level. It's just disgusting to me that they'll put out a, a podcast episode like the Quarantine Report. And I think they told me, I don't want anyone to, I don't want, I don't want to embarrass them or anything. Not, the first episode number was so low. And it destroys anything. I've done, it destroys anything anyone in my circle's done for a long time in this realm. You know, not counting Mark Ellis' comedy special, right? But it's up there. It's up there with that in terms of effort, content, passion, love. And, man, it drives me crazy that that can't get the attention it deserves. So check it out. Check out the Quarantine Report if you're listening. Go to The Wangers on YouTube, Amateur Hour Films. Go to their podcast feed. Give it a listen and tell somebody. I don't, I don't, you know, this is what I'm, this is where I'm at. I want to do more things myself. I want to get back to writing, blah, blah, blah. I can, I can talk about that all day. But this is, this is me, and this is me until I fade away here in a couple of years, right? This is what I do. They've, they are part of something bigger and something better. And listen to the quarantine report. And it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning of what they can do. Uh, they're young and they're hungry. Literally, give them a sandwich. We got to figure it out. And it's not just, yeah, and they're not just doing super chat shows. Um, they're not doing any of that. Um, they're, they are creating actual content. It just drives me, drives me crazy that they can't get the attention. I'm not worried about me anymore. My, my, I'm, I'm where I'm at. Um, I'm not going to get bigger. not going to get, you know, I'll probably get smaller at some point when I stop talking about movies. Um, but, uh, and I pretty much already do, right? If British gardening shows don't drive my audience away, I think I'm okay. Me defending the Spice Girls doesn't drive people away. I think I'm okay. But I'm not going to grow. They deserve to grow. End of rant. Go support the Wangers. Ranger Donald says they create great content shows, not just money shows. Yes. 
I have no problem with super chat shows, by the way. I'm on Twitch. Part of that is cheer me and give me a buck, right? It's how, it's how I put food on the table. It's a personality thing. I 100% get it and one, 100% do it. And I've actually encouraged the wangers to do that more. Do big super chat shows. Build capital to go make your content, but just want more attention on their content. They're great. They are great. They're great. And that's why it's why I get grumpy when, you know, one of the reasons, one of the reasons I'm slowly, slowly work my way off of, of Twitter specifically is I get it. I came up with the Schmoes No Movie Show. I came up with Screen Junkies and Collider. And I actually love the movies that I love. But I don't like the, I'll get a random tweet. Hey, Ken, what do you think about the new Batman casting? Get out of here. I don't care. Now, the Michael Keaton stuff, I haven't heard it all. I haven't clicked on any story, but it's whatever that is. Sounds great. But I don't care. I don't care. I'm glad you do. I don't. I want to do other things. The Wangers are doing other things. I don't rant much. That, that's not even a rant. You want me to get really mad? I'll close the show by getting mad at forks. I have dropped so many GD forks on the floor in the last two months alone. And you could say it's a user problem. You could say it's user error, that it's on me. I understand that. I accept that. I can get behind the idea that I'm the problem, it's not the forks. But there's something about the forks being unbalanced, oddly curved, the tines are just not, something's off. I cannot tell you how many times in this house, in this very studio, on my couch, that I've gone, made a nice salad, put a fork in, put it deep. I understand. You got to put the fork deep in the dish. We're not just setting it on top. I understand this. I understand the logic behind it. But then I walk to my couch from my kitchen, I walk back here to the studio, and the fork, as if, thrown by a ghost, flings out of my bowl. Food everywhere, lettuce, croutons, cheese strips, macaroni. Flying. Spoons don't do this. That's my point. You put a spoon in the dish, it sticks, it stays. It's got integrity, it's got stain power. Forks, freewheeling forks. Grace doesn't understand this. She has heard me literally say, I hate forks several times from my room. She thinks I'm a crazy person. For forks sake, says old handsaw. Hashtag, we hate forks. A lot of talk of sporks in the chat. Ranger Donald and Lauren Roma's thoughts, thoughts on sporks. Good concept. A staple of my youth with lunches at school. It just... It's a little messy for me. It's reminiscent of like AstroTurf multi-purpose sports stadiums. Was good for an era. Seemed like it was the wave of the future. But has no true character. And in the end, no true purpose. I'll divide them up. I just want better. I just want better from Forks. Okay? All right, everybody. That's what we do. This is what we do. It's TNF In Session, a show built by you out on Patreon. And 
me blabbing into microphones. If you want to support me, you can go to at KenNapsuck and uh, follow all the things I do or go to KenNapsuck.com. When you're there on KenNapsuck.com, you can go to the shop tab if you want. Pick up a copy of my book, Why We Love Star Wars Personalized. i got a few left. I'll worry about those signed pit boss pictures. Um, also, while you're there, though, do me a favor. Go to the charity tab on my website. Check some of the charities we highlight here on the Knapsack Files community. i got to add some. If you're listening, you're in my Discord, uh, post something in the charity section. Uh, and I'll look at it. I'll vet it. I always say that. i got to vet it if I'm going to put my name behind it. And uh, we'll go ahead and add it to the list there. But right now, uh, Maddie's uh, Pride Project is the highlighted one. It's the top of the page. Uh, Pride Month uh, still ongoing, and we're going to be back in that project well after uh, Pride Month. And by well after, I mean forever. But as long as it's going, that, that uh, Maddie's Pride Project, if you want some uh, theme park uh, Pride ears, uh, $10 of every purchase will go directly to the Trevor Project, and that's highlighted on the website there. That is it for now, my friends. A lot of fun hanging out with you on this special late edition of TNF In Session. Saturday, Napsuck will be back this Saturday. Great stuff next week planned, too. Special guests popping in on the Napsuck Files proper. Thank you all. Be safe, be smart, and hashtag be better, forks. Be better. Bye.